Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dyslexic Season 3, Episode 7. Today, we are once again hopping into Dr. Seeker's Time Rover to head back to a bygone experience at the Walt Disney World Resort. <coughs> oh my gosh, time travel does stuff to you. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but we're heading back to the days of celebrating you really bad wigs and one beloved parade. It's a theme park throwback to the Celebrate a Dream Come True Parade at Magic Kingdom. Now, before we head back, let's see who's joining us on this journey. Joining us today is the beauty and pineapple princess herself, Victoria. Welcome back, Victoria. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me once again. I'm very happy to be here. So excited to have you back. And also joining us is the most adventurous guy I know, Parker. Welcome back, Parker. Hello. So good to be here. So I'm so excited for you two to join me on this trip back in time. So let's hop in this time rover and head back. And on the way, let's have a short history lesson of this parade. So the celebrated Dream Come True Parade opened as the Share a Dream Come True Parade in 2001 and was also known as the Disney Dreams Come True Parade in 2006. It opened with snow globes on each float with characters like like actual costume characters inside the snow globe. So if y'all kind of remember that. That was one version of the parade. And then she went through some phases, dyed her hair, emo phase, it's not a phase, mom, yes it is, all that kind of stuff. And then she came to her final incarnation as the Celebrated Dream Come True Parade. And then it closed in 2014 to make way for the current Parade of Magic Kingdom Festival of Fantasy. Oh, it looks like we made it back to the time, the place, the Magic Kingdom of 2014. So let's check out this parade before it heads out. Victoria, what are some of your memories of the parade? Um, well, my first time seeing parades are, I just finished some um, Baby Bell, but... Ooh, I love a Baby Bell. So does Toy Story Land. But, yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my first the time ever seeing a Disney parade was actually the um, Celebrate a Dream Come True parade, so that was like when it was going through its final identity crisis and all that good stuff. Um, so my, the thing I distinctly remember is that, um, finale float, the mirror float with all the princesses on top. Um, I very distinctly remember my first time seeing it as a college program participant, seeing fairy godmother and her waving to me. So that was just like my, wow, I'm in Disney moment. Like, you know, the magic's here, blah, 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 all that good stuff. So distinctly remember that looking back at the photos that i have from that time um the costumes were just horrendous <laughs> they were so bad but like they um, said drape the fabric put the bob on and walk out and then you are good to go boo boo like now walk that runway they said <laughs> every girl in that parade <laughs> every girl in that parade will say it like you know, what's your name bob what they calling you bob bob <laughs> <laughs> what was I about to say? <laughs> oh, the so the choreo was also cheesy. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it was cheesy, but it was like Disney cheesy in a good way. Mm-hmm. And I just liked the fact that there were um it was a great family parade. Like there were characters in there that you know you would if, like if you didn't get to see them meet them or anything like that you could see them in this parade and that would be like a good replacement and there was like rare characters that you could occasionally see in that parade too so overall i have 
very fond memories of that parade, to be honest. I have a question. Yes. So, out of all the floats that you do remember, um, which one would you say was probably your favorite? Oh, definitely the mayor float one. Uh, I, I don't know. I, it's just... <laughs> That float is just so iconic. Like, she just won't die. Like, you see that float <laughs> in almost every parade, every Disney Christmas parade special. Like, you see that float in everything. She is like, I am here. I am queer. Get used to it. <laughs> like, Love that we, it's now canon that the, the mirror float is a queer icon. I mean, it only makes sense to me, in my opinion, but that's all. I don't it know. Does, it really does. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what it is about that float. It's just, it's just something about that float that just. That float is like the Christmas ornament that your grandma brings out every year. And her grandma had that ornament and it just it stays in the family. That's a <laughs> perfect way to describe it. It's a family heirloom because I don't know how long that float's been in business, but she ain't getting fired. <laughs> she's making guest appearance after guest appearance like genuinely I think the only parade I've never seen that float in is Booty You now I know Scott you mentioned that the there is a float in Booty You that was actually I think from Share Dream Country yeah yeah so in like the first two iterations the villains float from Booty You was actually a part of it and in the first iteration, it had the evil queen in, like, the snow globe. So, like, where she, where she stands at the top was a snow globe that, like, inflated snow floated around her. Because it would make parade stops. But, like, every float had at least a character in a snow globe. So, like, one had Aladdin, one had Mickey. Snow way! Get out. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did that work for breathing, I'm wondering? I'm I don't know, maybe they just didn't. I'm assuming that has something to do with why they got rid of that. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, first of all, you're in, like, a costume fursuit, and then you're in a globe <laughs> in the sun. Then, in West Bumblefuck, Florida, like, <laughs> it's, it's an average of, like, 300,000 degrees on a good summer day. Like... And they're like, you know what's a great idea? Let's put them in a plastic bubble. Uh, she came down in a bubble, dude. You're gonna tell me I'm wrong? <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna put these costume characters in a bubble, set the oven to preheat for 350 degrees. And, and you'll just hope we don't get cooked rat and cooked princess. And be oh like, damn, puppets. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't. <laughs> but yeah, so the villain's float is is in Booty You, so they re, they've reused a lot of float. The parade lives on in some ways; it really does. Yeah, I feel like that's one of those parades that's just that's it's just it's it's, it's definitely memorable. It is memorable. It's genuinely mm-hmm. one of my favorite parades, but it's not my it's not my turn to share stuff yet. Um, uh, one more question before we move on to Parker. Did you have a favorite character within the parade? Not that I recall, to be honest. No. That's fair. That's fair. Because I mean, it's one of those parades that, like, there, there, was... there were so many characters. Sometimes it's even hard to remember how many were actually in it. Right. Or like, who was. I remember there was 
I do remember there were some times where they would switch out characters too. So it's kind of hard would. to narrow it down. But it, like it was a very character heavy parade, unlike festival fantasy, where it's like mostly mm-hmm. actors. This was like a really character heavy parade. Yeah, and I feel like in a way that's what gives it its charm because like when you compare it to Festival of Fantasy yeah it's updated yeah it's got the colors it's a very much better theme choreo is great but it's very like choreo heavy like it like you said it does rely on dancers which is fair because it keeps your audience's attention versus you know celebrate a dream come true that's just like here's a bunch of characters go off sis <laughs> <laughs> That was in the mock-up for the pitch for the parade. Characters. Slap on some pet fabric and wig. <laughs> Give them colorful togas and <laughs> get the girls totally- a bob. <laughs> Tell me what it is. Oh my god, now I gotta look at these pictures again. But- Give the man long sleeves and long pants in Florida. Costuming really did not care about not anybody care. in that parade. They said, put him in a bubble and then give everybody long sleeves. They said, you're gonna be hot and we're gonna die. They said, your dream is to sweat. <laughs> That's what you're celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> so you gonna lose this card. You gonna do your cardio today. <laughs> Lose that water weight. <laughs> not, not the water weight. Although I will say as someone that has walked that parade route before, I don't know how they would be able to do it in long sleeves because I did it in a draft <sighs> and it was hard. So I commend those performers for how they got to do that from Frontierland to Main Street. It's rough. It's an impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Parker, let's move over to you. What are some of your favorite memories of the parade? Well, um, I think I actually, the first time I saw the parade, back in 2007, so I believe that would have been the second iteration. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it would be. (laughs) And, um, well, I don't think the parades were really a big thing on my mind during that first trip, so, um... I remember going to the Magic Kingdom twice. And the first day I kind of ran into it and then I saw like the last half of it, but that was it. But then the second day I went kind of towards the end of my trip, I actually took the time to take it in. And I, I don't know, I really enjoyed it. I, I don't remember a whole lot about it, but um, I, I do remember it being a, a pretty good parade all in all, but very much looking back at it, very much a product of the 2000s. Like it, it's, yeah, just everything from the... It's the Lizzie McGuire of parades. Exactly. exactly. Oh, yeah. That's a good way to say that. <laughs> um, although I will say that just... Um, I really do enjoy that early 2000s period of Disney. Like, it was kind of like... I don't know. <clears throat> like, I feel like after uh, the Renaissance, like the Disney Renaissance had yeah. wrapped up and they were kind of in that era, they they had a really nice mix of characters. I mean, they had those characters from the Renaissance films of the 90s, but they also had a lot more classic characters than I feel like they have in the parks today. I don't know if that's just me who thinks that, but uh, I feel like there is that difference looking back, so. Oh, no, I would agree. I feel like yeah. that's 
And um, <clears throat> for me, I, I know the one character that <clears throat> I absolutely loved every time I went to the parks was uh, Ariel. Like I was obsessed with the Little Mermaid when I was younger. So looking back at my photos, I don't have any other photos of any other float, but I do have the Little Mermaid float with her and Eric and oh <laughs> it's like there she is grandpa take a picture <laughs> so Aww. that's one picture Aww. i have <laughs> that is so cute mm -hmm. <laughs> and then i i think i saw the parade again in 2012 like towards like towards the very end of 2012 but i don't remember a whole lot about it i don't think i don't know just what didn't have an impact on my vacation but yeah, no, no, I, I, it's just, it's a parade that was there when I grew up, it was there during my first visit, so I, I do have really fond memories of that parade. Oh, love that. I'm going to ask you some questions. Did you have a, like, favorite float that you do remember, or even if you don't remember, like, if you just saw a video, do you have one that you think might be your favorite? Hmm... I mean, I guess besides the Little Mermaid one, <laughs> of course. Um, I think the villains one, because I do remember there being that villains unit when I went. And of course, it's iconic. And I'm so glad it still lives on in Boo to You. And uh, I, I just love how really they Really cool flow. <laughs> I just love how they had the villains actually represented in the parades and even in... Um, in wishes I, like the villains always had some sort of representations in any of the entertainment that was going on aha uh -huh. really that's a fair statement because like i feel like we don't see villains anymore we don't see them from meet and greets and stuff anymore like we used yeah, to. yeah they, do, they don't have the same amount of representation and it's just it's not fair to them it, it's it not is. like i miss meeting the villains <laughs> oh, oh wow i'm looking at my photos i forgot about the aladdin float it's such a cool flow. Oh, right. Yes, cool that one too. And up in this photo, Mary and Bert are actually on the back. Yes. So I'm just going to say it. that's actually my favorite float because I love that Mary Poppins and Bert are in that float. It was just really pretty that they were like dancing in the park in London. I thought that was so cool. Um, like, I'm just a big Mary Poppins fan. So that was my favorite float. And then my second favorite was the Pinocchio and Snow White one where... The first half was Pinocchio and the second half was Snow White, but like it was so detailed. Yeah. Um, yep. I'm looking at it now. Wow. The, the only thing that I hated about that float, that, and the reason it's my second favorite, is Snow White is the first movie, Pinocchio is the second movie, and for some reason I just want them to be flipped for that exact reason. I would agree. I feel like that would make more sense. Like, it's, it's a detail nobody would care about except Disney nerds and losers <laughs> like myself and so I'm sitting there and I'm like wow y'all should have flipped those but whatever okay <laughs> it was nice to see them with the princess too it because, was I love because that. at that point you would only be able to really see the princess no actually I take that back because at that point for the Christmas parties I don't think the princesses were meeting with the princesses until like a few years later so yeah Oh. It would be very rare to see the princes. If you saw a prince, it was in um, Dream Along with Mickey, and that was it. And that was it. And even then, I think it was, mm. what, Snow Prince, Philip, and um, Prince yeah. John, and that's it. Yeah, that was it. And so you actually got to see these other princes with 
Um, and the princess is on the float, and I just thought it was really cool. You guys see Beast and Eric and, like, all these princes you don't normally get to see. How many? What is this outfit, girl? It's a questionable. <laughs> um, <clears throat> not every outfit can be a hit for her. <laughs> it's the cold um, of me. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrated toga come true. Okay, so for me, some of my favorite memories were uh, at one point, before I went, this, this float was out, but at one point they had a cast member at the very beginning of the parade who was Walt Disney, and he would, like, draw Mickey in, like, the second version of the parade, and so, like, he would sit, like, it, w- it was like a, it was like a, a, uh, like an entrance title float and it would just be Walt sitting on a chair and it was a cast member who would wave at people. I just thought that was so cool that they would hire cast members to be like Walt. So interesting. I can't think of any other case where they would have done that. I want to say I don't, they did that at Tokyo, but I'm honestly not sure. Yeah, I was like that that, that may not surprise me, but I've never seen a I've never seen like a Walt character within the parks ever again since that. I feel like uh, I would. I, I get why, but I get why as well. But like <laughs> again, it was it was a product of its time, and it was like to me, it was kind of a cool concept of like him starting off with basically drawing the characters that are coming up behind us. Like it, it, it I, I thought it was a cool concept, but I, I, I also as if I was at Disney would not do that again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. uh when I saw it, it was the it was the celebrate uh, drink country parade, but it, it was during the celebrate the celebration like celebrate whatever uh, like the celebrate you uh, what's it called where like both the parks were doing it I can't think of like the event um, or whatever and uh, the the beginning of the parade before it started um, would have people who volunteered would be like the grand marshal because it was that whole time where like you could volunteer at certain charities and get like a free day at the disney parks Hmm. Uh, if y'all remember that no uh (sighs) vaguely right (laughs) because again i saw the last incarnation so i I can't really right for sure so like the, the the last version during like (laughs) like do you remember the commercials where it was like uh it was like uh oh you graduated that's a celebration come to the disney parks or oh you lost your first tooth that's a celebrate there's a million reasons to celebrate whatever so celebrate you and come to disney world it was all kind of advertisements but they would Mm. play the celebrate you song that not the corbin blue version which is very good but the parks version do you guys know that song I vaguely remember it. Yeah, like the the, the name like it's sounds in the very back familiar. Of my head, I just can't. <laughs> I can't get uh, the two. Anybody who has never listened to that song, please go listen to both versions right now, and then come back to the podcast. It's celebrate you. There's the Disney Parks version, and then celebrate you, the Corbin Blue version. And I absolutely love those songs, and they bring a tear to my eye every time. Um, I'm not gonna sing it for you because. Y'all didn't pay for that, so you don't get it. Um, <laughs> but if you have to do it, it's like a plus. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and my cash app is um join <laughs> <laughs> um, our patreon where <laughs> I can't I can't I don't have a patreon I don't have time for that um but it was a song called celebrate you and it started the parade but also at the beginning uh miss piggy and kermit were at the very beginning of the parade um in like puppet form and they were sitting on a float and they would like wave and talk to people and it was so cool and sweetums would walk with them because and sweetums like in a hard hat had like a little uh construction belt with like tools on it that were like cartoon style and it was very cute and I'm sitting on the very edge of the curb, um, waiting for this parade. I'm like 13. I'm really going through it because I'm finding myself in the LGBT community, but living in the South, trying not to. Um, <clears throat> it was a whole thing. But Sweden comes up to me and gives me the biggest hug. And it, I swear to this day, it was the best hug I've ever had from anybody, not just a character, anybody <laughs> in the world. It was Aww. so nice. And I was flipping out because I already love the Muppets. I love Sweetum. I love Kermit Miss Piggy. So they're coming down the parade float and I flip out. Um, and then the parade's going on and uh, uh, near the, the princess float, Cinderella and Charming are on it. But in front of it, um, the mirror float, uh, Lady Tremaine and Drizella and Anastasia were there. And Drizella comes up to me and like grabs my hand and she's like, are you eligible? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, unfortunately, no, but I wish I was. And it was a whole great interaction. And it's like 13 year old me, like I'm already embarrassed enough, but like I'm having such a great time. And so I will remember that forever because I loved that interaction. It was the only time I've ever got to write in front of a I got multiple interactions with characters. I got away from Snow White's prince when I was trying to get away from her. And I was a little mad about it. Oh, cause I was like, not you, her. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that, but in my head, I'm like, I'll accept it. But I was trying to wave to your wife. Thank you. <laughs> um, you distracted. <laughs> this was my big uh, chance. Um, but I just I I loved the music of the parade. Like not just celebrate you, but like the whole music, the celebrate a dream come true. The rest is on uh, Deluxe Plus and the Patreon. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm breaking my contract. I'm sorry. You gotta check out my SoundCloud. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. Um, Blue, Blue loves the song too. Um, but it's 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 such a good soundtrack, and it's I listen to it in the car from time to time. Is oh same like, same. Like it wasn't my favorite parade, but the music was good. She had some hits. <laughs> she had a bop or two. A bop or two. <laughs> <laughs> I had to bop the bad wig bobs. Um, but um, my favorite float was actually a float that it was the Aladdin float. But the reason it was my favorite is it had like little statues of the other of other characters built onto the float. So like Archie's lamp was Bernard and Bianca from Rescuers. Loved that. That was you never see them. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was like a little statue of like Mushu at one point because I know on the Peter Pan and Wendy or Peter Pan and Alice float there was like this carousel of characters, but they were like crystal, so like they were kind of hard to see who they were. 
but I distinctly remember one was like Miko from Pocahontas, um, Oliver from Oliver and Company was in it. I think Dumbo uh, like, was on that one as well. Yeah, Dumbo. Say Dumbo. Uh, Pongo and Perdita were like crystal figures in this little carousel, the Cheshire Cat. Like, it, it was a lot of characters you don't normally see in the parades or at all, but they had some kind of representation on the floats, and I just thought that was really cool. Um, and it's, I, I, as much as I like Festival of Fantasy, I, I, I feel like if I'm gonna go to a Disney parade, I want to see the characters and I want to see a lot of yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, I totally get Festival Fantasy. I love it. The floats are amazing. Dance is amazing. Song is great. It's a beautiful parade, but I just feel like I don't get enough characters like I did with Celebrated Dream Come True. True, true. And it's already like impossible to like see see a lot of characters at the Disney park. So it was a really good parade to be able to see characters and get pictures. Um, I had something else that I was gonna put, but I forgot it, so I guess it didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, before we head over to plugs, to either of you, or not to plugs, we can't head to plugs. We have to travel back to modern day. Um, but before we do that, do you guys have anything else you'd like to add about the parade or any memories that really stick out to you? Um, well, I think another thing about this parade is that they had that, um, it was very close to the beginning. They had Pinocchio and Jiminy Cricket together. And I feel like just during this time, Jiminy Cricket was kind of like the... MC of everything that had to do with parades yeah. and nighttime spectaculars. So it was kind of nice that that was featured in this parade as well. I have had this conversation with multiple guests before how Jiminy Cricket was so heavily used in the parks at that time. He was in Celebrated Dream Come True. He was in Spectrum Magic. Uh, he he was the voice of Wishes. Like you, Jiminy was a, a character to not like you don't meet him all the time like i met him at animal kingdom once and that was rare and Ooh. so <laughs> it was actually on that same trip i met him um i met him at rafiki's planet watch along with pocahontas it was a very weird setup for meet and greets but it was fun um, okay <laughs> i think it might have been training uh but i was so happy uh <laughs> uh but yeah i've had that conversation with a few people that jiminy was just like the voice of the parks really at that time yeah for sure especially with like you said with wishes being you know the fireworks for that time and he was a mm -hmm. very integral part of that as well it's interesting to see how they've um evolved and have phased out jiminy i know blue it's crazy um so yeah that's interesting as well it's, it's just interesting to see how the parades have evolved yeah and I, I I think this is a really good look at like a, a middle of the road kind of parade for Disney so like my very first parade I ever saw at Disney was very late 90s uh, it was the Remember the Magic Parade that was for the 20th not 25th 
Was it twenty? Yeah, twenty fifth had the ca- had the cake castle. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's twenty fifth. The cake castle was already gone, but the parade was still there. And so I saw that parade for the first time, fell in love with it, and that was very like '90s Disney parade. And then you had Celebrate Dream Come True and all its iterations. They were very successful parades. And now we have Festival of Fantasy, which is kind of what what I would say the beginning of like the modern parade era at Disney where it's just like you have the magic in the parade that is it and it's kind of like high tech is not the word but like it's, it's very detailed oriented it's very mm-hmm. kind of Cirque du Soleil performance like there's some kind of moving parts on the floats at all times um, and the floats are big oh yeah yeah to quote Auntie Chan uh, the, a very great drag queen from New uh, from uh, Chicago you're big um, and if any of you don't know her, you need to know her. But, um, I, 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 like I said, it really was the Lizzie McGuire of the, uh, Disney parades. I feel like Festival of Fancy is the That's So Raven, though. Because it's, it's just, like, the show. Like, <laughs> the parade. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Well, that was a great trip back in time just since parade one last time. Um, I think it's time we head back to modern times. And on our way back, let's do some plugs. So, Victoria, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Let's see. So, there's my Instagram. Just a little little old thing. Side hobby. No big deal. Um, it's He Calls Me Pineapple Princess. I'm fairly close to 10K. So, if anyone wants to follow me there, you know. You Are you? It. Wow. I am 800 away. That is so exciting. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm like so excited because I know how hard you work on all your stuff. So like, I'm so excited for you. Thank you. I already bought my balloon garlands. <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to, you know, follow me there, that would be swell. I'm also putting a little bit more effort into my TikTok, which is Pineapple Princess 340 So I'm going to be doing like some planning tips over there and just being goofy over there, you know, X, Y, and Z, and you know, my word, just shoot the shit. So it's, he calls me PP. So that's everything. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. If y'all are not following Victoria on basically all social media, you're really missing out. Cause she's one of my favorite like content creators. Um, just in general, like within the Disney community with her other interests out of the Disney community, she just makes a lot of really unique and interesting content and I just love her. And she's gone viral a couple times for, like, really cool things. Her Foxy Brown costume. If, you, if you've if you seen somebody dressed as Foxy Brown at Magic Kingdom, that was her. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> your Penny Proud did, did really good, too. It got a lot of uh, stuff, too, when you did that. Like, just in general, you're just, you're just great, and I love you. Uh, True that. Thank you. That was so nice. You're welcome. <laughs> and then Parker... What would you like to plug? I'm not even going to ask, do you? Because I know you do. Do I? Uh, I don't think I have anything, Scott. Oh, you, Parker doesn't make anything. He's never done. No. Yeah. I'm just kidding. This. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys can follow me. Well, you can subscribe to me on my channel, which is called Adventures with Parker. And this is basically a place for theme park, travel, local, and outdoor adventures. Um, I'm going to focus more on theme parks and anything else but i do a couple other things here and there um along with that you can follow me on instagram and twitter 
at ADV Parker. And if you guys really want, you can follow me on TikTok too, at Adventures with Parker. It's kind of a hodgepodge of things, but it's there for your viewing pleasure. So should you desire. <laughs> and I know that you are getting close to a pretty or just surpassed like 400 something people on Instagram. And that's a big deal. so congrats on that by the way Uh, but your channel is growing significantly I'm so excited for you because every time Parker's on I say this if you are not subscribed to Parker you are missing out he is one of he is tied for my favorite theme park and travel youtuber along with uh Corey Mathery um which is uh Corey Mathery on YouTube uh uh (laughs) But, like, Parker's vlogs are absolutely fantastic. Theme Park Parlay is, like, my favorite thing. I never miss an episode. I can't <laughs> miss an episode. Uh, I love his vlog series. The Topamori series has slowly inched into my favorites after Punta Cana. Oh, yes. Like, yes. Well, like, it, it's <laughs> taken over Punta Cana, and it, Topamori is about to be my favorite. Um <laughs> And, like, I'm just telling y'all, like, it's such a good channel. And the growth you're getting, I'm so proud of you. And you really deserve it. So, please go subscribe to that and follow Victoria on Instagram. Because both they both work very hard on the content. And I promise you, like, they work hard. And hope they are proud of their content. And I attest to them so much. They're the content creators you need to be following. And not some other people. Um, <laughs> just saying. Uh... <laughs> Uh, as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Scott021. You can follow me on Instagram at Dyslexic96. I just announced a my very first giveaway. I'm giving away giving away a Spider-Man movie poster. Like, Ooh. not just like a regular movie, like a legit poster that they hung up in theaters. Ooh. Movie poster for, for Spider-Man Far From Home. Ooh. Uh, Sorry. No, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, <laughs> And uh, if you're listening later, um, this is during March 2021. So just if you're listening later and it's not March 2021, you probably missed out. Um, But if you haven't, head over to my Instagram. You can find out how to enter there. Um, And then you can follow me on TikTok at Dyslexic96 and listen to the Dyslexic podcast every week. Oh, and it looks like we're pulling back into the Dino Institute. Um, so I'm going to give us our outro so I can take this back to Dr. Seeker. So that's going to do it for us on this theme park throwback episode of season three. If you like this episode, you can check out all of season one through three of Dyslexic and season one and two of Ultimate Imagineer on all major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you really, really like this episode, then uh, share it with your friends and family and give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. It would really help throw the throw grow. Show <laughs> grow. <laughs> and, you know, it's been, I was trying to, I was getting ready to say three seasons and show. <laughs> I've been doing this for three years now and I absolutely love the podcast. I love making the space for all theme park fans to come and talk. Um, and just chat about stuff I feel like you don't hear on a lot of other podcasts. So uh, I hope you really enjoy and spread the word. Uh, thank you all once again for joining us and have an amazing week. I got to get this time over back to Dr. Seeker and I will see you all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Ta-ta.